Hey there, I'm super happy you're here. You're listening to a podcast about stuff, and it's starting right now. Welcome to the Simple Midwest. Hey there, welcome to the Simple Midwest, episode two. My name's Luke Carmichael. Uh, I'm so thankful that you guys watched episode one. I I seriously appreciate it. This one's going to be a little bit more interesting. So as I sat and thought, what on earth can I make this podcast about? I was like, hmm, I have no idea. Let me ask you guys. So I put on Facebook and Instagram a question. I said, AMA, ask me anything. So tonight I'm going to answer questions. I have a bunch of questions to get through and it's going to be awesome. I I actually, when I listen to podcasts, I often really like the section if they have one where people ask questions because I feel like I can connect to it. So maybe I can connect with you guys in some specific ways. We'll see. So we're going to get right into it. I have them all right here on my phone. So we're going to start with Instagram questions and uh, I'm just going to go through each one. I'm going to say who asked the question, and we're just going to get through it. It's going to be fun. So let's do this. Question number one, and this is a bunch of questions, thanks to my good pal Bennett. So this is Bennett Eller, actually a super cool guy. Shout out. He has a YouTube channel called Bennett Eller, and he also runs a company called Buck and Under, and they're in California. Super awesome. I hope to meet them on our trip. So here's the first question. What got you started in creating videos? So that could be the longest answer ever, but to make it simple so that we're not sitting here all night, in college, well, apparently when I was little, you hear that pop, 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 I need to buy a pop filter. So if you guys don't like pops, I apologize. Anyways, in college, I was a journalism major and did some dumb stuff and decided I don't want to be a journalism major anymore. So I took a class called Video Practicum because I'm like, ooh, video sounds cool. And I'm not the kind of guy that's like super brainy or anything. So I thought, okay, I'm going to do Video Practicum. I've always been kind of artsy. I figured that's a sort of art. I can try it out. So I did Video Practicum and then I learned how to edit in college and the fast-paced way to do it is I joined the video, like the video TV station there. I joined the radio station and I just made a lot of content in college and then while I was in college I started ALC Productions which is my business and then I started working at my church and then I started working for a TV station and then I started working for myself again it's a big long story but basically I started because ever since I was a little kid I've been real creative I've been more artsy than like like I don't know how to do math I don't know how to read I mean I know how to read but I don't read books very often so I don't, I don't think you have to be smart to read books. I don't know. I just have always liked to like make things and play with Legos and build stuff and draw stuff. So video kind of seemed like the right path. So I tried it in college, and this is where it led me. Pretty short word. I could tell, I could tell the story's not that interesting, but honestly, whenever you got to tell your story about how you start something, it could go really long. All right, here's the next question by Bennett. He says, why wedding films? And that's a good question. So in college, my wife's aunt was getting married, and she wanted to get her wedding videoed, but she didn't know who to have do it, and I had just been in my friend Zach Wright's wedding, and if you're somehow listening to this, Zach Wright, I love you, and I hope you're having a great time in Seattle, but 
I was I was in his wedding and he had a wedding video done and it was the first time I ever saw a wedding video and it had like all these sweet shots from the wedding day and it was like black and white shots and then these really cool looking shots and it was on this camera that I'd never seen on a stick, which is a monopod, I should figure that out eventually. And it was just really cool. I was like, I want to make a video like that because I was in college studying video while I was in that wedding. So Allie's aunt was like, hey Luke, would you like to film my wedding? So I filmed her wedding and uh, it was a video. I mean, it's not the best video we've ever done, but you got to start somewhere. And it, it was really fun. And I filmed the wedding and made a highlight video and then someone else wanted one and then someone else wanted one and then someone else wanted one. And then I'm like, I guess I better do something with this. So me and my wife, Allie, decided to start ALC Productions, which stands for Allie Luke Carmichael. And that just kind of like got big. That's another long story that I won't get too much into. I'm going to tell that story again eventually, but just to keep it short, in college, me and Allie decided, let's just start this business. And it, it didn't start originally just as video. It was like video and photography and flower delivery and event planning. It was like everything. And uh, we decided we needed to do it because we were filming so many weddings on the side that it needed to be official. So we did that. And then, you know, God hooked us up and we started filming lots and lots of weddings. And now I film like we filmed 38 weddings last year. So, yeah. That's how we got into weddings. And honestly, if, if the question really is more just like why weddings and the, and the fact why would I pick weddings, I really like to tell the story of people and documenting a wedding day is really emotional and it's really fun to document the emotions of people as, you know, their day unravels. It's, it's, it's cool. I don't know how to explain it other than I'm really into filming people's emotions and if you want to film emotions, a wedding is a good way to do that. Okay, I'm going to ask a couple more I'm going to answer a couple more of Bennett's questions. So this is a good one. It says, the hardest part, what's the hardest part of owning your own business? It's a good question. I'm probably going to say that's a good question like 800 times because I think your questions are all awesome. But the hardest part about owning my own business is honestly not having a bunch of people on a staff. I mean, I really think in some ways to run a proper <laughs> video production or creative agency or video company, whatever you want to call it, you need more than just one person. So when you're first getting started and you're, you know, I'm, I'm kind of dealing with it now. Like there's a lot of editing that I could probably have done from up by other people. There's stuff on the front end, the business end. I wish someone just did my accounting for me. Those are the parts that are hard where it's just like, I don't like accounting. I don't like numbers, but there's no one else to do it. So I have to do it. Or like, I'm not a big fan of emailing constantly, but there's a lot of communication that you have to do with clients and couples, and it's it's a big thing. Ooh, I got a Snapchat from my boy Travis Crawford. This is funny. This is live on the podcast right now. I'm going to look at it and say, hey, look at that. That's It's raining. It's raining where he's living. So I'm going to Snapchat him right now. I'm actually going to... If you're listening, I'm sorry you can't see this, but if you're watching, I'm going to send this to Travis. Hey, Travis, it's me. I'm doing the podcast right now, and you're on it. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, sorry about that. I, I, you know, I shouldn't have my phone on, but I don't care because I need to read the questions. You know what? You know what I'll do? I'll turn do not disturb mode on. No, not airplane mode. Wrong one. How do you turn do not disturb on? Ah, there we go. We in there. So, what was I saying? The hardest part of owning a company, it's just like the little things. I kind of wish that you immediately just got a full staff of people because that helps. 
I think one thing that I've I've had a lot of people who are either mentors or who are smarter than me about running businesses is they say you need to be working on your business and not in your business. And it's really tough to work on your business when you're constantly working in it to get things on schedule. There's a lot to it. All right, I'm going to ask one more question from, I'm going to answer one more question from Bennett. He says, um, let's see, where do you think social content is heading over the next couple of years? That's a really stinking good question. That's a really good question. So, oh man, this is two weeks in a row now that I'm an amateur and don't know how to turn my sound off. So I apologize if you guys thought that you got an email. Nope, I got an email. Anyways, here we go. So everyone, let's see, uh, the question again, let me let me re- reroute myself here. Where do you think social content is heading over the next couple of years? I have no idea, to be completely honest. Like, I literally have no idea. I think social content is, like, changing every day. So, like, right now it's a big thing that you make, like, your videos if you put them, if you make them bigger so that you can see more of it, kind of like in portrait mode or whatever. In Instagram, like, those perform better. People have, you know, there's, like, Instagram, there's IGTV, which is just, like, straight up and down like this, like, are we going to be looking at content that way? I honestly, I have no idea, but that's a good question. Um, I have, I literally have no idea. I wish I knew though. Anyways, thanks Bennett. I love those questions. You are the man. Thanks for asking a bunch. So the next one is from exotic aquatics, which is my brother, Drew Carmichael. So he loves fish. He's a big, he has like an eight foot tank in his basement. So that's going to help you guys understand this question. It says, what's your favorite fish in my tank? (laughs) I love that he asked that. So what I'm going to do is go to his Instagram page. So if you guys want to, and you like fish, you should visit exotic aquatics underscore and follow him. Let's see. Oh no, I know what my favorite fish in his tank is. It is the, what's it called? What's it called? Oh man. I don't remember what it's called. So he's probably going to be mad. All I know is the fish that I like most in his tank looks like it's frowning all the time. It's like, so Drew, if you're watching this, go ahead and comment what it's called. If I remember later, I'll say what it is. I can't remember. All right. Here's, here's two questions in one. This is from the Ville Crochet, which is my wife, Allie. If you do not follow my wife on Instagram, you should follow her. She's the Ville Crochet. She knits and crochets. She's a she's a true maker. She's awesome. She said, how'd you get so cute? And Cody McManaway, shout out to you, Cody. I love you a lot. Also said, that's what I want to know also. So how did I get so cute? I am not cute. I am as average as it gets. I have a weird looking nose. Someone actually once uh, <laughs> asked me, hey, so how did you break your nose? Um, I just went with it because it's not broken. So I appreciate you thinking I'm so cute, Allie. I... I don't, I can't answer your question. I'm not cute. All right. The next one is from Jason Sweezy. Shout out to you, Jason. I actually just filmed his wedding. So congratulations to you two. I'm almost done with your final film. It's going to be done this week. So thanks for your questions. We actually, me and him actually chatted about destiny on YouTube in our comments on the last video or in the podcast, or I don't know what it was. And it was a good convo. He's a hunter, which is good. Hunters are the best. I don't know if anyone out there a hunter. If you are, you know what's up. Anyways, he says, I have one serious and one fun question. Do you ever feel the pressure from shooting weddings? Uh, And he put, because you can't really reshoot. 
Uh, he said that would make him nervous. So that is, that's a good question. I guess early on in my career, I felt the pressure, but you know, whenever you film weddings, you kind of just have to be confident. It's, it's all a confidence game for me. You just go in ready to do it. I tell myself I'm not missing anything. Like we aren't reshooting this. And I go in knowing that you can't reshoot a wedding. So a lot of it's experience at this point. Like we've shot so many weddings now that I know what to shoot. I know not how to miss stuff. We have second shooters with us, but yeah, honestly, there is like a little bit of a kind of scary feeling in your stomach the night before thinking like in my dream, this is the the worst part. And pretty much every wedding, even now the night before I have nightmares and they're always like nightmares where I'm like too late to something. So like, I'm about to, I'm going to miss a shot or I miss the groom coming down the aisle or the bride coming down the aisle, or I miss the groom's reaction or those are the things that I've dreamed. So I guess the pressure is there. It's just in my dreams, <laughs> but I don't ever feel the pressure the day of because I try my best to be like really relaxed and make the couples feel comfortable. And then he said, would you ever consider shaving your beard? That's also a great question. Uh, I have considered it, but I've considered shaving my beard and just keeping my mustache. What do you guys think? I don't know. I like having a beard. Probably not. The last time I shaved my beard was on my birthday. Me, me and Allie were in Canada. She brought me to see Niagara Falls, and I, I had her trim part of my beard with scissors. I don't know why, and she cut it like really short, so I had to straight razor it down, and that's the last time I had a bald face, and I do not look good with a bald face, so probably not. All right, that's the extent of the Instagram questions. Let's move on to the good old-fashioned Facebooks. There's some there's some good ones on here, actually. I actually saw a bunch of them. All right, first question from John T. I love this guy. John, shout out to you. Thanks for asking a question on Facebook. I really appreciate it. He says, if you could have any job in the world and money wasn't an issue, what would you do? So this is probably not surprising, but if I could do any job in the world and there was and money wasn't an issue, I'd be a Twitch streamer. I would stream Destiny every day. I'd play video games all day long. I know that probably sounds lazy or whatever, but I, I, I really, really admire the dudes who stream on Twitch, and I just love video games. It puts me in like a different realm. So it would definitely be a Twitch streamer or a professional video gamer. Oh, that'd be so fun. That'd be so fun. Okay, Mark Badkey, one of my best friends. I love you, Mark. Hope you're having a good time in Chicago. Congrats on getting married. Carmen Films did a great job on your wedding tees. I just saw that, and it was beautiful. Anyways, my all-time favorite question, he says, what do you recommend? Mark, I'm not sure what that means. So let's see. What do I recommend? I got something. So inside this cup here, I stopped. I used to drink like a lot of Red Bull, like sugar Red Bull and Coca-Cola and Pepsi and Mountain Dew. And I stopped like five months ago, six months ago, because we started doing the keto diet and I lost some weight. And I'm trying not to keep doing that because I want to live very long. And I feel like eating and drinking all that stuff was probably going to make my life a lot shorter. (laughs) So I started drinking this stuff, which is probably not much better for me, but it feels like it's better for me called Mio Energy. A key berry is what the flavor is. I don't know if that's how you say it. It's inside of here in this cup. If if you're listening, you probably can't see it because you're listening. I have a cup right here. Here, can you hear it? Oh yeah. 
I'm gonna take a sip of that. I recommend this. If you, it's got caffeine in it, it's purple. It tastes sweet, but there's no sugar. So let's take a sip. Mmm, definitely recommend that. So thanks for that question, Mark. Next question. Next question is from Zach Taylor, and this is a cool question because it's about cameras, and I love cameras. It says, you've gone back and forth on cameras between Sony and Canon. Do you think another competitor will join the race? And when do you think Apple will join the camera game, if ever? So that's a good question. I actually, at one point last season, had a Sony a6500, a GH5, which is by Panasonic, and then another Panasonic GH5S, and a Canon uh, C200, which is what I'm filming on right now. In a dream world, I'd have four C200s, and one of them would be on a Movi Pro, but I'm not rich, so I do not have that set up. But yeah, I've been switching between Sony and Canon. I personally like Canon better because it's got better autofocus, and I think the color science is amazing, as well as their cinema line cameras are just easy to use because you have built-in ND filters, you have two XLR ports, you have you have like everything you need. You got dual recording, you can shoot in 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 raw. It's it's awesome. So I think that whenever you say Zach, do you think another competitor will join the race? I think that Panasonic and Fuji. I mean, there's all kinds of cameras that are already out, but when it comes to like, this is, this is a tough question to answer because it could be based, it could be a question about cinema cameras, or it could be a question about compact cinema cameras or DSLRs. If it's the DSLR world, there is so much competition right now between Canon, Nikon, Sony, Panasonic, Fuji, like they're battling it out. So honestly, stuff comes out so often, NAB is about to happen soon. So there's probably going to be even more cameras coming out. Honestly, couldn't tell you. I, I'm just happy that there's so much competition because it just means these cameras are getting better and they're typically not much more expensive than they should be, which is cool. But in a dream world, I would really love it if a C100 Mark III came out. So the C200 is a baller camera. It's just a little bit too big. If a C100 Mark III came out, that shot in 4K at 60 FPS, it doesn't need to shoot raw. Just as long as it shoots in 4K up to 60, that'd be a perfect camera. That'd be a perfect camera. So, and then he says, when do you think Apple will join the camera game? I, I don't think Apple will try to join the, the I don't think Apple is going to try to join the camera game. I think they're just going to keep making ridiculously nice cameras in their phones. Like the fact that I can shoot in 4k at 60 frames per second on this iPhone 10 S max is kind of insane. So I would assume that they're just going to keep improving their cameras because eventually I don't know if it's in their actual mindset, but you know, it'd be cool to be able to do most things with it. Like eventually like, Ooh, I don't need a vlog camera cause the vlog camera is just as good as my iPhone camera. So I'm assuming that's what Apple is going to do. All right. Be prepared. So we only have a few more questions, but this next question is the most ridiculous question of all the questions. And I'm going to try to answer it the best, I, <laughs> the best way possible. It's from Josh Daly from Josh Daly productions. If you don't have a wedding DJ, you should book him. He's a baller. He says, if you suddenly found you had been turned into a moose frolicking in a meadow of daisies with a shark, would you eat a burger topped with raspberry popsicles or go sledding down a hill of molten chocolate on an ice sculpture? So, um, 
Let me ask it again because this this is a good question. <laughs> if you suddenly found you had been turned into a moose frolicking in a meadow of daisies with a shark, would you eat a burger topped with raspberry popsicles or go sledding down a hill of molten chocolate on an ice sculpture? I feel like he used predictive text for this, honestly. But it's easy. Easy answer. First of all, I love cheeseburgers, so I would definitely eat a burger topped with raspberry popsicles because I love popsicles that are raspberry. Raspberry is my favorite, and I love popsicles, and I love burgers, so obviously that. So thanks for asking, Josh. This is Rapid Fire by Maykel. Shout out to Maykel. I love you so much. You're my homie. Maykel is such a cool guy. I talk about him a lot. He's a YouTuber. Go subscribe to him. And he's a photographer, a baller photographer. Anyways, Maykel. Rapid fire. Narnia or Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings, obviously. Pineapple pizza? No, that's disgusting. Canon or Nikon? Canon. Favorite movie director? Hmm. This is going to sound really stupid. Like, honestly, this is going to sound stupid, but Bradley Cooper is technically a movie director now, so I'm going to say him because I, I love Bradley Cooper. Favorite movie? All of the Star Wars movies? Does that count? Thanks for the question, Michael. I like that. I like that rapid questions. That was fun. <laughs> and we're about 20 minutes in. By the way, I'm trying to keep these podcasts to around 30 minutes. I know we all have short attention spans. So 30 minutes when it's just me talking because I can't imagine talking longer than that. And whenever I have guests on, we'll probably be a little longer. The last question is by a legend in the filmmaking, video, photography, everything, community in Columbus slash this side of the country. His name's Steve Musa or Musa, however you want to say it. I like to call him Musa. I don't know how he says it, but Steve, you're the man. I love you. He says, why a podcast? That's a good question, Steve. You know, I'm not sure why a podcast. I think that it's a cool media right now or a cool medium because... Like we're always driving places and like I feel like we're like living in a kind of society right now where like we feel like we constantly need to be like learning something or listening to something or figuring something out. Like we, we use our time, like we're in the time of minimalism and like efficiency and using our time wisely. So and when I'm in the car, I, I'm typically in the car listening to a podcast because I want to learn something or I want to be entertained for the like 30 minutes that I'm driving. So I feel like this is a good media to do that because honestly, I just want to make something where I can chat for a while and talk about stuff because I've heard before that if you talk about stuff long enough, it like helps you with things. I don't really know what I need help with. I just like to talk sometimes about things and stuff, which is what this podcast is. It's a podcast about things and stuff. But anyways, I don't know. I like podcasts. Uh, whenever we did our podcast, The Clueless Gamers, it was just like a cool thing to do each week. I was excited about it. And I'm excited to get guests on here. Like I'm going to have Steve on here for sure. So we can chat about anything. Like that's the glorious part about podcasts. I don't, I'm not going to edit this audio. I'm just, whatever I say is how it's said. I'm not going to make this super clean. It's going to be more just like roll out and talk kind of deal. And, uh, I think that that's a cool art. So it's kind of like an art form. And then Steve also asks, What's your favorite part of a wedding as a videographer? That's a good question. My, I see, I said that's a good question like a hundred times. So good questions. Good job, guys. But this is the final question it is what's your favorite part of a wedding as a wedding videographer, as a videographer? So Steve's also 
a videographer or a cinematographer or a filmmaker, and he films weddings. And believe it or not, so earlier the first question was, what got you into filming? And this is a good way to end this. Little Tree Studios is who Steve and Kyle, they own that company together, and they make insanely good films. So I saw one of their films shortly into starting ALC Productions, and like I didn't want to copy them, but I definitely was striving to get to a point where we could be as good as Little Tree because it's just like top quality. Even now, their stuff is just bonkers good. They can tell a story like, no, it's no one's business. So they're kind of the reason we got into the way that we film weddings and the way that we tell stories. Not a lot to copy them. They were just really inspirational to us. So sorry, I'm just fanboying over Steve right now. Anyways, uh, <laughs> my favorite part of a wedding... Um, my favorite part of a wedding, this is just a joke, Steve, but it's flying dr the drone. I'm just kidding. It's not my favorite part. My favorite part is typically and honestly, there's there's always, there's either, a, so if there's a first look, that is my favorite part of the day because, and, and it's really specific. If there's a first look and then they also do personal vows to each other during that moment, it's so emotional and it's like, I really love to see a groom see his bride the first time. And like, and they, if they do it in like a, like I, I saw my wife coming down the aisle first and I thought that's a really cool way to do it. I'm not opposed to either way, but when I'm at a wedding that has a first look, that's my favorite part of the day because we get to film it and then we get to take a bunch of shots of them, like just being really close and cuddly. And I really like portrait sessions is what photographers call them portrait sessions. It's really just a time where I get to take a bunch of shots of just the two of them. I really, really like to do that. I probably overdo it in some of our films, but I'm obsessed with the couples and when they're together, like freshly after getting married. is So like if there isn't a first look, it's just the portrait session, which is my favorite. Like freshly after getting married, when they're just together, just excited, they just got married, they're like laughing and kissing and running around. Like that is so fun. And then if there's a first look, they do the same thing. It's just right after the first look. So that's probably the way to answer that question. Anyways, I think that's all the questions. I really, really, really appreciate you guys asking questions. Questions are fun. I really like them. So I've been trying to think about what I can do in the future here on this podcast. And I'm thinking lots of stuff like having guests having my wife on here, having Steve, having Josh Staley, just having anyone on this podcast where we can just chat about different things. Like I want to chat about Christianity, but I also want to chat about, I don't know, some sort of politic. I don't care what it is. I'm not going to like get on here and turn this into the, the Donald Trump show or anything, but this is definitely somewhere where we can just chat about things that may be interesting to you guys, but also interesting to myself. I also want to chat, you know, about filmmaking because I'm very passionate about that. So as much filmmaking as I can, as well as some video game chat and uh, having friends on, talking about stories from the past, just uh, kind of letting you guys into my brain. I don't know. It should be fun. But I think that's about it for today. That was fun. I appreciate you guys sitting here and listening to me answer some questions. It's a lot more fun answering questions than you think because people ask cool stuff. And honestly feel honored that anyone asked any questions because that means they're probably going to listen to this. I probably should get more confident and just assume people listen, but I'm trying to be as humble as I can. Anyways, you guys are all awesome. I love you lots. You just listened to the 
almost said you just listen to the Columbus Midwest. No, you just listen to the Simple Midwest podcast. And the cool thing is I did figure out how to get this onto Apple Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, all kinds of podcast things, thanks to Bennett Eller. So thank you, Bennett. Uh, so this should be on Apple Podcasts. This should be on Android stuff. I don't know what it's all on. Anchor's pretty cool. Thank you, Anchor, for hooking me up. If you don't already, follow me on Instagram, Luke Carmichael 2, or on Twitter, Luke Carmichael 7. And I love all of you beautiful people. You are all so pretty. And I really, really can't wait to talk to you again next time. Thanks for coming. I love you. Peace.